Welcome back to Ratchet and Wrench Radio, strategies and inspiration for auto care success. I'm your host, Chris Jones, and today I'm joined by Ryan Burton of Leads Near Me. Ryan and I are going to have a really fun conversation about marketing, what it is anyway, the difference between marketing and advertising and public relations, and really I want to get some of Ryan's reactions to some of the information about marketing in our 2023 Ratchet and Wrench Industry Survey Report, because I think as a marketer, he'll find some of that stuff interesting, fascinating, and downright shocking. So without further ado, here's Ryan and our conversation on marketing and how to be successful at it. Hey, Ryan, welcome to Ratchet and Wrench Radio. Thank you for having me, Chris. I appreciate it. Absolutely, man. You're a man of many talents and you're the head honcho of Leads Near Me. Uh, tell us about yourself and how you ended up in the industry as a marketing consultant. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's a long story, but Leads Near Me was founded in 2016. We'll make the very simple version. And we we fell into auto repair. Um, I, you know, didn't have an initial plan to be marketing uh, for repair shops, but we picked up a shop just a little bit before Leads Near Me was founded, had a lot of success. And then one thing led to another, a shop owner talking to shop owner. Do you know that shop owners talk to each other, Chris? Are you aware of this? They, they chat and I'm being somewhat humorous <laughs> here because these guys are like, like, they all know each other everywhere. Oh yeah. And they started talking about us and, um, and, and it really grew from there. Um, and, you know, Leads Near Me grew considerably in the auto repair space. We now have hundreds of shops in 43 states as well as Canada. And uh, we focus on the top part of the funnel, digitally generating, um, obviously more cars for shops, but backing it up a little bit. I used to be in a rock band and I know if anybody what? can see the visual of this, they'd be like, no way you were never <laughs> cool. Uh, and there's a lot of truth to that, but I was in a rock band years ago. And really for me, this really predates, um, you know, my marketing life. It was really all about getting people in the club to come see the band. And, um, you know, I had you on my show, Chris, and we talked a lot about your background and you know a lot about you know, marketing yourself and getting people headed in your direction. And, and it really flowed from there. I've always been, you know, uh, the type of person that could get people moving and get them headed in the direction I wanted them to move in. And, and that's where marketing kind of grew. I was on the radio for a bunch of years and, and that taught me a lot about messaging and marketing. And then I moved into radio, uh, probably 23, 22 years ago, radio marketing away from being a DJ. And then it was my job to, to get, you know, people to go to businesses. And I've just always had the ability to do that and, um, and make it happen. So that's kind of the, the further background in my history, aside from the launch of leads near me. Yeah. Rock band. That's interesting. Were you the front man? Uh, what do you think? Absolutely not. I was the, I was clearly the bass player and, uh, and I held it down to the back end. I always say I was the bass player slash manager. I made, I made stuff happen, right? I got his yeah, gigs yeah. and got people at shows, but no, I was not the front man. I was the bass player, but I, I love music to this day and, uh, was in a really cool little band and, uh, music is still a big part of, of me and what I do. And I've got a cool music story to tell you related to our conference we're doing. And I know you're going to ask about Ooh. that. I won't jump ahead, but I can't wait to tell you about that. Absolutely. All right. So humor me with this next question. You know, what is yes. marketing? Like it sounds like a no brainer, right? Because people, but people always confuse marketing with advertising or with PR. So really a bare bones definition, what would you say marketing is? Well, is this like if a tree falls in the forest, will anybody hear it? Kind of deep question. Like, what is marketing? Look, I'm going to put this very simple. I think marketing gets fairly convoluted. You can tell me your feedback as well on this, Chris. Yeah. And you've got great experience and, and insight into this too. But uh, 
so I think people complicate marketing a lot. I just think it's really getting more customers at the end of the day. And those customers can be your existing customers back or the acquisition of new customers. So I think marketing, everything behind it, when people talk about marketing and they're doing marketing, it can be brand building, but ultimately that leads to, you know, the connectedness to your brand that ultimately gets more customers. So at the end of the day, uh, my feeling of marketing is three words. Let's keep this simple. It's getting more customers. I don't know. I can't add to that. That's about as simple and streamlined as they come. And I think you're saying that's an amazing answer. Thank you, Chris. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm silly. I'm a little goofy. Yeah, I apologize. So I mean, I mean it's, me. a, it's a great definition. It's very clear, very direct. <laughs> I I, I've given myself. a lot of thought to this over the years. Yeah. And it's, it's very, very straightforward. I really think that we complicate it a lot. Then at the end of the day, that, that's what marketing is. Now, how we get there can get more complicated as we kind of get into the weeds with the different platforms and what should I do and shouldn't do and how do we measure things, but I really believe it's getting more customers. Yeah. Well, at least the answer wasn't convoluted. <laughs> so you'll be surprised to hear this, Ryan. Okay. So in the 2023 Ratchet and Rich Industry Survey report, right? 17% mm -hmm. of shop owners say they don't even use social media. Wow. 12% 12 still say they don't even have a website. And in fact, when I was sitting in Jimmy Lee's session at the Ratchet and Rich Management Conference in Aurora, he asked the question, you know, how many people here don't have a website? And a hand went up. Oh, my shocked. gosh. Did he get a lead? Because if Jimmy's listening, Jimmy, <laughs> text me that guy so I can call him. <laughs> yeah. And then look, 26% say that they do no marketing at all. Is this shocking to you in 2023? Particularly as we're in Q3 heading to Q4, like towards 2024. Is, that, is it shocking to you that people really don't get down with marketing? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, I mean, I want to say yes. But I, I don't know that a lot shocks me after 25 plus years doing this kind of thing. So, yeah. uh, but I would even go so far to say that I think some of those people that think they're not marketing are marketing in different ways uh, that they're not entirely aware of. So, but to say you're not on social media or don't have websites, I, um, yeah, that's a little surprising, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it's surprising, but, um, I hear a lot of things when they call the leads near me phone. So I, I, I want to say I'm super, you're asking the wrong guy. Like I, sometimes I'm like, I see they have these websites and they had to have gone up in like 1997 or something. I yeah. like, like, Oh, Oh my gosh. You're looking at it. It's like, look away. Oh, geez. So I want to say I'm surprised, but it is surprising. But again, I've, I've heard a thing or two here. So I, I'm not as surprised by the way. <laughs> the Lee's near me phone. Sounds like the bat phone. Is it red? It is orange, of course, because Are you that's serious? the Lee's near me color. No, it's okay. not, but let's make people believe it is. I, we're, this is like a podcast of so visuals in their mind. We're trying to make them, you know, so yes, it is crispy. I have an orange phone. I've got to get one now. Now that I've said that, yep. I, let me call my people in so we can get an orange phone in here. So yes, right absolutely. On. Oh man. So you but it is right. the bat phone. It is the bat phone for marketing. Okay. If you need... Yes cars baby you call the leads near me bat phone and that didn't make any sense but anyway we'll, help. <laughs> we'll make it work right <laughs> all right so look man um years ago i had a business coach right and i was sitting in the class with her and we did we were doing like a group training kind of like group trainings we do in the industry so she goes around the room to everybody and she says tell me what you do so everyone's going around the room, raising their hands, saying, oh, I'm, I'm a web designer, I'm a graphic designer, I, I, um, and I'm in payroll. And she's like, no, 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 and no. You know what she said? She said, you were in the sales and marketing 
of web design. You're in the sales of marketing of payroll. You're in the sales and marketing of graphic design. Why is it important for shop owners to understand that they're probably not, you know, they're not running shops, but they're in the sales and marketing of repairing cars, which is a kind of a complete paradigm shift to what they think. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, I think that, you know, a lot of us get into businesses for an interest in something like, you know, especially in auto repair. These are highly skilled, you know, really talented people uh, that fix cars. I mean, they're technicians. I mean, this is one of the most complicated things you can do on earth, man. I mean, fixing mm -hmm. car motors. I mean, this is not not easy stuff. So it's a whole skill set to learn that and develop that. That's life's, a life's work. I mean, it's so challenging and complicated and I have great respect for it. So it's hard. It's almost like bragging about your own talents or something. So I think that they, you know, it's difficult to kind of differentiate the two, but, but ultimately at the end of the day, you need to get more customers, you know, you need to get people in the door. So you absolutely are in sales and marketing and, and it's tricky and it's, it's difficult to do when you're really talented. Cause a lot of these people, if not all of them are humble, great family people that mm -hmm. have trouble tooting their own horn, even realizing how talented they are. And they really are. So they, they, you know, so they don't see that or realize it, but not only do you have to be doing it, but you've got to be amazing at it because the guy down the road might be a little better and he's taking your customers and it's your job to make it happen. So you absolutely um, have to understand sales and marketing because when that phone rings, you're now a salesperson and you are, you know, have to be the best salesperson on the planet and you have to when your marketing message is out there, it has to be one that connects and communicates. And uh, um, I, I read a book years ago in management called Inside the Magic Kingdom. I can't remember who wrote it, but it talked about Disney. And it talked about who Disney felt they you know, competed with. And you think initially like Six Flags or Universal or something. And when Disney answered phones, they competed with anybody on the planet that answered a phone, like Domino's Pizza or anything. Whoever answered a phone, Disney competed with them. So when you answer your phone, you're competing with the best phone answerers in the world. When you're selling something, people don't differentiate. If they have a bad experience talking to Delta Airlines or Bank of America, and I pick the big companies, right? If they've mm -hmm. got a problem, then... <laughs> You know, they're going to compare all those experiences to the, you know, the same way. So you absolutely have to be amazing at sales. You need to tra train yourself and, and get more skilled. And, uh, uh, and then you also have to be amazing at marketing. And part of what our motto here is here at Leeds Near Me is we say, you know, we never want you to have to go home and tell a sad story to your family about how you failed, you know, walking in the door and saying, you know, honey, it's just, it's just not working out. You know, the shop's not doing well. We're going to have to call it quits. I mean, no way never on our watch here will that happen and we'll do whatever it takes with with our shop owners including train them on sales if i have to i mean i'll sit there and let's make you and i've had some training at it by the way but we'll so absolutely <laughs> it's it's so critical they do it and if you're hearing this and you don't view yourself as a sales or marketer or even a customer service expert right somebody that truly cares for their customers that will do anything for their customers if you don't get that then you need to change that immediately and get all the training you can go to the Ratchet and Wrench Conference, read all of the blog articles on Ratchet and Wrench, watch all the speakers, learn all the information that Chris has to deliver, and uh, you will be wiser because it's so critical. Absolutely. If that's your thought as well, Chris, I agree with you. I think it's so important. Yeah, I think that's, you know, spot on that that's what we do. Like when you get it when you're in business, you're you're really it's really about the customer more than it is about, you know, what we do or how we do it, but it's how we do it for you, how we satisfy you. That's the end game is to make sure that as a customer you're satisfied. So I'm constantly marketing to you that I'm your problem solver. Nice. Yeah. Nicely said. Yeah. 
All right. <laughs> now for shop for shop owners to be successful at marketing, just what needs to be in place for them at a minimum? Like what do they need to just start with? Well, you know, I have to say leads near me, but I'm going to go on to the actual <laughs> answer. I'm going to you know, like, well, just call us, you know, is that, is that, sorry, that was awful. I took an easy layup there, but well, look, Softball I, question. <laughs> at the end of the day, let's keep this really simple. I mean, a lot of guys start a shop in a, in, you know, in kind of an industrial park sort of situation. They have a bay. Some people even start, you know, in their own backyards, their own garages. I mean, that's how these dreams really formulate with these repair shops. But let's look at the out of the way shop. The guy has a couple bays or gal, right? Sorry, I didn't mean a guy or gal, right? Have their own one or two bay shop and and it's maybe them and somebody else and they're figuring it out. You know, they need to acquire clients and initially they go through family and friends and people they know. But um, if we're talking about, you know, sort of brass taxes, if I heard the question right, correct me if I'm wrong in answering this, but I think, you know, and we'll address this at our conference, the high gear conference is, is networking. I mean, initially start off and, you know, if you're, if you're by yourself, you can't handle a ton of cars every month. Let's call it, I'm going to make up a number 30, 40. I don't know what it is that you can handle as a independent guy or gal and, and uh, you know, networking can deliver those. So you can join a local networking group. So I think foundationally you have to get um, you know, to the mindset of, I want to find the ones, let me find this guy. Let me find that person. Let me get one extra customer. And then you have to deal with, um, retention. And my opinion is retention is, is the biggest problem plaguing shops. They're just, there, there's a little bit of a distorted view on what's really coming back to their shop and what isn't. And I don't know that that data is being delivered correctly to them. So retention is so critical, getting people to come back multiple times over the course of a year. So I think that those basics of, of really just getting out there, uh, shaking hands with people, getting to know people, that's the foundational aspect. And then from there, you build upon it. Is, does that speak to the question you're asking or did I miss a part of it? And it's okay if you tell me I missed part of it because I'd love to give a complete no, answer. No, that is. It really it does because we talk about just really at, at a minimum, what do you need to do as a shop owner to really just get, ramp yourself up in terms of marketing, getting yourself out there. And you talked about how getting yourself out there is important, how being visible, you know, thank you. And I've really placed what Aaron Stokes said in the keynote at the conference, you know, get out, you know, extend your circle of influence, you know, hear other voices. And I think that's a very important part because then, you know, the more you're exposed to other ideas, other people, the better, it, you know, it is for your shop. Absolutely. And, and, and I, when we were in Denver, we visited one of our shops next auto care, Ken Stafford and Dolores who own that shop. Ken is, is such a smart shop owner. And he talked about the early days, Dolores would go out door to door to all the other you know, businesses in the area with muffins. And she was known as the yeah. muffin lady, right? She'd walk in and go, hi. And, and those are so valuable. I mean, the ones, I mean, and Ken, by the way, I kind of call our first shop, even preceding leads near me. We worked with Ken. He's been with us seven or eight years now. And, and he, you know, uh, he was one and told someone else and someone told somebody, and now we have hundreds of them in many States and multiple countries. So it, it really is that, you know, creating that great service and going door to door, but it starts that simple. And then you build upon it. Yeah. So as a marketer, you know, when someone rings the leads near me bat phone and they call and say, Ryan, I need help with marketing. You know, how do you, how do you take that call? Like, how do you walk, walk with them through the process of looking at their marketing, auditing their marketing and seeing where their needs lie? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we, we do similar things to other digital marketing companies. We're going to look at you know, their digital footprint, see how they're doing online, see how they do on Google, see what their website looks like, how it performs. But, um, 
you know, so, so all the basics, I mean, we're going to, we're going to check out all those things and see if there's an opportunity for us to help. And, and typically there is, we find, you know, that there's an opportunity for them to get better. But uh, when we talk to them and there's a sense of indifference with who they're working with or something, or they don't love them, I'm always like, well, you know, that's very important to us that we have a connection with our clients. So uh, that, that's something I look for that, um, you know, that they know that they would be in good hands with us and we'd really care for them. So um, yeah, I mean, we initially just look to see how well they're doing, how things are performing, uh, and even performance of shop. I mean, one of the really key things we look for is if they have 10 bays, for example, or let's make it 12. So let's look at 12, 13, 14 bays, a little bit higher, because now we're getting into serious potential revenue in a shop. But we we look at what they're doing. And if they've got 12 bays and they've got three techs and they're doing 80,000 a month and maybe a million a year, right? They're very low revenue. And and they've got all this space. I mean, I point out to them that, you know, if we can do 40,000 a tech, a lift, a bay, and we can get 12 techs in there, we can probably kiss half a million a month on the cheek and make this a $6 million a year shop, right? So so immediately, I think a lot of people are underperforming on on what they think they can do. And it's, it's kind of that between the ears thing. And you mentioned Aaron Soaks, who's a brilliant shop coach and, and a very successful shop owner. I mean, it's really changing what happens between those years, you know, and believing you can do that. So I, and then, you know, a company like leads near me, we effortlessly increase car count. That's our little slogan. And we help them grow that car count, help them focus on retention and, and really make it happen. So initially I think one of the things we look for is, is, is that opportunity to grow. And then we always say our goal is to go through the walls. I mean, the objective together is to go through the walls of your shop and, and then you can either, you know, build more on that shop or buy another shop. So th these are things we look for. And, and again, sort of engaging that imagination that they can do a lot better and, and, and going from there. But we do the basics. We look at where we can improve. And then we, we look at opportunity for growth. What can we do here? And then honestly, I look at the, I look at the shop owner. I look at the person I'm talking to and I listen to the conversation. And sometimes I just, I wonder, you know, maybe this person is not you know, I wonder if they, if they can do it or if they're really primed to do it. And so we cross that bridge and I'll, you know, I'll ask if I can speak candidly with them. Can I talk candidly with you right now about things? And we kind of get into it and, and see where the potential is. And again, most shop owners really have what it takes, but it really takes, are you at a point where you're really ready to go for it and make it happen? Because it, it really is uh, as much about us as it is about, you know, or about them, excuse me, as it, as it is about the marketing company, because we can deliver all the leads in the world, but if you're not closing them at your end, back to your initial question about sales, and you're not really pressing to grow that business, then then you might blame us for your lack of growth. So I hope that makes sense. No, it absolutely does. I um, mean, it kind of leads to my next question is messaging. You know, how, how do you help a shop determine the right messaging, like their brand voice and how they project, how they're projecting themselves to their audience? Leads Near Me manages more than a million dollars a month. I think it's $1.12 million a month in Google ad spend for shops. And that's hundreds of campaigns we're doing on a daily basis. So we uh, we have that language. And without getting too much into the particular words we're using here, Chris, <laughs> it's, I say it's proprietary, <laughs> but we've, we've dialed it in and it's come from trial and error. So, uh, you know, there's there's very important language. But again, I mean, we look at it. Oil change offers are powerful, you know, getting cars into shops to inspect them and look for opportunities to do work, uh, to help a family with safety and, and, 
and a you know well functioning vehicle to you know whether it's loaner cars or warranties or things you have those are all language aspects that you look at but um but no it's we again we have a pretty well oiled machine we do a lot of campaigns and and we're just looking to make that phone ring i would say we use a term over here called high intent clicks and to use a, a term a couple terms you can look at glass you know, auto glass repair or something, almost none of our shops are replacing windshields. Right. Um, mm -hmm. but, and, and that might fall kind of get sneak into some of the terms, but if you look at things like auto repair near me, for example, that speaks very clearly to an auto repair shop. They've got something broken. They need someone nearby. And most importantly, they don't have a vendor, um, a preferred vendor, right? So they're looking for help. So, so it's really about intent of key phrase, isolating that intent, um, having a well-written ad and Google does a little bit of, of that now with responsive ads, language wise, you give them, you know, 20 different terms in an ad and they kind of change it in and out based on what, uh, what you're looking for. But, um, but yeah, that's again, um, you know, it's really about getting that click, uh, the intent of the word and then obviously the phone call coming in and now it's up to the shop to make it work. And just like we talked about at the top end, I encourage every shop every day to work on their phone skills and get better because uh, that's probably the most important thing they're doing is answering those phones or greeting people at the counter when they walk in and making sure right away they feel like, holy smokes, these people love me. Yeah, man, that's what you want, right? Now I'm going to do a little redirect like I'm in a courtroom here. So I'm going to redirect uh -oh. you now. Uh-oh, uh-oh. No, that was a good, that was a great tough. answer. That was Thank a great you. answer. What I'm looking for also, though, is the actual messaging from the actual shop, the messaging that they're saying, this is who we are to the audience, whether that's on social media, whether that's, you know, on their site. Like, do you help them understand who they are as a shop, what their, what their culture is, what they're trying to project in terms of their messaging when they post something on Instagram or Facebook so that it's always consistent, it's always cohesive, it's really speaking to who the brand is, what the brand does, how they solve problems. Do you help with that level of messaging? Short answer is yes. I mean, branding slogans are really reserved for higher touch companies because though there's nothing worse than a mediocre slogan. Like there's really yeah. nothing worse than that, right? And and yeah. so many people make one up and then their friends say it's great because they're their friends. <laughs> hey, that's amazing, man. Oh, great. I'm going to plaster this everywhere and put money into it. No, don't do it. Slogans that major corporations come up with have, there's been billions of dollars poured into these things. So slogans are a little bit different, but to answer this kind of two ways with Google, no, there's, there, there's messaging related to keywords and we have traffic to tell us what to use. So I'm not looking for any input there. Right. I mean, maybe lines of business, themes of business you do. But as it relates to the website and social media, um, I think really localized content's important. I think on the website, showing your team, showing your family, showing your shop, just showing you. I mean, that's your difference. I mean, there's nothing, it's like a fingerprint, right? There's nothing uh, else like your business, your story. So telling that in the bio. So absolutely we do that. We have a very in, you know, intensive process when we onboard people. My team is phenomenal at bringing people in and content creation and then social media, the same thing. And by the way, I'm a big believer in social media of you, Mr. Or Mrs. Shop owner, telling your own story. there, doing your own posts, putting your own videos up. I know you suck at it. So do I, we all suck. We're all like, <laughs> we all look silly, right? We're all on there doing these videos and holding it sideways and everything like that. But, but that's what resonates the best. It's people being themselves. I mean, look at these TikTok videos that get, you know, hundreds of thousands of views. I mean, they're, 
you look at them and you're like, they're like, oh my God, this is the crudest. And I don't mean crude, you know, inappropriate. I mean, they're just very- Unpolished. Un, thank you for putting big words to my novel. <laughs> they're unpolished. And so I really encourage people to tell their story. So again, we do help with all of that. But really, at the end of the day, Google does most of the heavy lifting here in 2023. Google is a fully realized platform. It's doing two, three, four hundred billion a year in revenue. It really is that good. It's getting the job done. And then when it comes to the website and social platforms, I just encourage you to tell your story to be you. Let people get to know you and fall in love with you. And we will help people with it. But I always say, can you just do stuff and get on there? Take pictures of people coming in and uh, that will resonate most with people. So short answer, we do help with that. We do look for their story. We do encourage. And by the way, I always tell people, go a photographer is to get a local person to show up is not incredibly expensive. Get some great pictures of your shop, get them up there, you know, tell that story, get those visuals. So I hope that helps. And I hope it answers your question, Chris. Yeah, man, it does. Totally answers my question. So in the spirit of that, like, you know, how can shop owners tap into their own creativity? We, you know, we talked about sharing their story. What are some creative ways they can do that? What are some fun ways that they can really show their shop personality online? Absolutely. Well, again, your personalized content is so important. You know, really being yourself, getting that out, including your kids and your spouse in, in things you're doing, your customers. I mean, the personality of all these people will bleed through. But again, it's also things you do with your shop. I know a lot of our clients do events now, you know, on their own property. They might do car washes or things that are or car shows on their own property. A lot of our Euro shops do things like that. Go to events, you know, like we do. We go to conferences. You can go to a local community event and 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 show your personality. But again, I think that we all have our own unique uh, personalities and thumbprints and, and it's just about getting out there and doing it. And, you know, again, you can acquire clients or things like direct mail for shops or things like Google ads. And then um, I would say, you know, when you acquire those clients, really just care for them and take care of them and do the right things and look out for them and, and develop a relationship. That's really uh, where a lot of focus should be for shops. And, and again, uh, uh, through pictures and social media, just as my wife would say, just you do you boo. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so my wife says she is so funny. She's just the funniest. She's, she should be doing this podcast. She's got, she's from, from Georgia and an only child and a redhead most days. And she's a spitfire. I wish she was here telling these stories, but she'd be picking on me right now. Anyway, I'm on a tangent. Squirrel. Uh -oh. Roll pull you back. back Ryan. Reel Roll you back, back in so, there. All right. So, Speaking of tangents, let's let's segue off into your conference. You have a conference coming up in December, the High Gear Conference. Tell us how you workshopped that. Like, how did that come about, Ryan? You know, I'm really excited about this. High Gear Auto yeah. Repair Marketing Conference, highgearconference.com for more info about this. Look, um, you know, I've been in this space now exclusively for seven years, and I've been in marketing for, you know, many more, but really in the auto space. And I've been to a lot of the conferences. I like them a lot. I just feel, you know, and our shop owners tell us all the time that marketing is the most challenging thing they do. It's the most important thing they do. They need cars. They got to make it happen. And I just felt that there was another level we could take this to for shop owners. We could tell them more. So that's what really was the impetus of it. Uh, the name of it, you know, is uh, I really like a lot. Had some friends help me out coming up with a cool name. So I really like the name. But it's uh, November 29th, 30th, and December 1st here in Atlanta, Atlanta Airport Marriott. You can fly in, drive in. It's right next to the airport. So we made it easy. 
And we're really going to really take it up several notches uh, with our speakers. And half the speakers, like Brooke Henderson, Wendy, Wendy Kinney, Steve Jones, you know, half the people we have coming to this conference are not in the auto repair space. They are bonafide, you know, just very talented marketers. Brooke is with Yext, which is a publicly traded listing management company. She's going to talk AI and really reputation online. Uh, Steve Jones, who's a longtime radio buddy of mine, is the senior vice president of Stingray Media in Canada, which he he basically programs. I mean, he could break bands. I mean, he programs about 200 radio stations. He's a, actually a very popular author. He wrote the book Brand Like a Rockstar. Wendy Kinney is the founder of PowerCore, which is a, a networking company. So we're going to get really really just take it to a whole other levels uh, for shop owners and, and really pour into them. It's kind of almost like, it's really not a sales event. I, no, much like Ratchet and Wrench. I just want, I want to give something to this community as well. So we've got amazing speakers. I have my friend, Aaron Stokes coming. He's really coming as a shop owner to talk marketing. We have Tim Ross from Upswell coming to talk direct mail. And I should probably like name everybody coming now that I'm doing that. I've got Sunil <laughs> from Techmetric coming. We have Carolyn from Shopware, who's become a really good buddy of mine. Um, and it's also in itself, uh, high gear is a marketing exercise. You know, I'm showing people just like we're doing here today. How do you get people into a room with something that never existed before this? And we're already more than three quarters or about three quarters sold out. I was going to say more than two thirds sold out of the event. Uh, and we're showing how to get attention and, and, and how to market something and how to do it. And it's anything and everything, right? We're doing everything we need to do to put those people in seats, much like I did with my rock band that 30 years ago about getting people to come out and see us and including uh, talking about rock music. And I couldn't organize it for today. We talked about this at Ratchet and Wrench, but I'm friends with some of the guys in the rock band, the multi-platinum rock band, Collective Soul, who are a really awesome rock band from here in Atlanta. And yeah. uh, Will Turpin, the bass player of the band, has put together a group of people, which includes The Summit from Cincinnati, Ohio, an amazing rock band. And we have recorded High Gear, a song, a totally amazing song. We're going to release it in a few weeks. There'll be an amazing video for it. It's going to be on iTunes. And The Summit, Will Turpin, his partner, Brian Collins, and, and the team at High Gear, this song, we've come together to do this. It really is a gift and it's a tribute and it's a tip of the hat to every repair shop owner. We've done it thinking of every one of you. It's for you. And it is a cool song. It's not a jingle for high gear. Will was adamant. He's like, dude, you know, I play shine every night. We've sold, you know, 15 million albums. I'm not doing something corny. And he's recorded a totally, it's like basically collective soul playing, you know, the song and, and it's really cool. And the singer of the summit, Chris Scott is so amazing. So it's very cool. Uh, people are going to love it. It's four shops, but it's all part of the marketing exercise that is high gear, November 29th, 30th, December 1st. And uh, uh, we have some seats left in the room. And, and, and by the way, about high gear high gear itself is going to be really marketing training we can call it a class people are going to come and they're going to learn not so much from the perspective of you going back and now running your google ads but really learning how to communicate with the marketing company on google ads what to look for you know how to be effective you talked about sort of you know roi and lead attribution and things like that how to really assess all of this and again, uh, if doing half a million a month in revenue for a shop means at a 750 ARO and 12 bays and 12 techs, that's going to mean 
650 cars. And where are those coming from? It comes from marketing and that's our responsibility. And that's what we're going to deliver at High Gear. So we're very excited about it. It's really already successful with what we've got going on with it. And uh, we're going to have a full house. We have many vendors that have already signed up to be a part. There's still, you know, I, I think there might be room. There's no more room for speakers. I We've got to, we've got to simmer down. <laughs> Simmer down, Ryan, with that, but we've uh, maybe room for another vendor or two, but um, it, it really is shaping up to amazing. And I'm more excited about this than any event, anything I've ever done in my life. I'm so excited and proud of what's coming together. And it's really about the shops that are coming and the speakers. You're going to have to uh, put some duct tape on my mouth about this. I am so <laughs> excited. All the, the passion's like bubbling out of you, man. It's like I'm so excited, your, man. I so like watching love faithful, man. I love shop owners. I really yeah. love dealing with y'all every day. See, I'm from I'm from Canada originally, and I've become <laughs> uh-huh. like a little Southern being down here 20 years. Y'all love y'all. Love working with you guys, and it's uh, it's been an amazing blessing. Yeah, a custom song. You are such a marketer, dude. We you got to do what you got to. <laughs> by the way, let me turn this to shops for a second. This is what I'm saying to you guys. If you're listening to me now, if you've made it this long in the show. <laughs> Are they still here, Chris? Can you count how many people? Are... Anyway, if you made it this far in the show, I'm telling you the same thing. Do whatever it takes any day to make it happen. Legal, ethical, integrity, all those things are critical. Be good people, you know, be true, be right, be righteous, and uh, be all those things. But, you know, but do whatever it takes to get your message out. If you've got to stand in a, stand in a big chicken or bear costume in front of your shop, waving people in, you do whatever it takes to get in. So that's marketing. I mean, that's, you talked about is getting more customers and, and it really, it really is anything and any, everything, right? Absolutely. So, wow, Ryan, what a great interview. And I'm going to leave you with one stumping question right now. Oh, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think, I don't think you can answer this one, but I'm going to, I'm going to put you on the spot. 40. So 42 States, 43 States you're in. Name the yes. seven you're not in. What's seven oh, you're not in? Okay. I'm, I Thank you. Okay, I might not get all of them right now. Thank you for doing that. I love this. Okay, and this is, a, I'm looking at you right now. Okay, I'm looking, not you, Chris. I'm looking at the states. So states, I'm looking at you. I need some calls after you hear this. And maybe you can edit this so this is the beginning of the interview. Okay, Wyoming, I'm looking at you, all right? New Mexico, New Mexico, where are you, baby? Alaska, Vermont. I'm talking to you, Vermont. North Dakota, you're right next to Winnipeg where I grew up. North Dakota, what's up? What are you doing? What are you doing to me? That's four or five I can remember. I can't remember maybe. The, we might be in more now, but those are the ones. We may even be in Wyoming now, but I, I'm telling you. But I'm pretty sure we're not in New Mexico. And New Mexico is big enough. I, I, by the way, we have done virtually no looking for customers in the last four or five years. We've been very fortunate yeah. that they've come to us. That's a, we're blessing. So we, we haven't really. But if we turn this bus around and start targeting, I'm going, I'm New Mexico. I'm coming there myself. I'm going to start walking the roads in New Mexico. <laughs> I'm going to wander around during like a big air balloon parade or something. I'll be out there with my with my business cards going, New Mexico, let's do this. Let's do this. That's, that's hilarious, man. I love that. That's a good one. True story, though. True story. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Ryan, it's been a great chatting with you about, you know, marketing leads near me and the high gear marketing conference. Yes. Well, high gear auto repair marketing conference oh, is a mouthful. I tried, I didn't buy that domain. <laughs> that was too long. I high gear conference. That's good enough. Chris, uh, you are such a nice guy for having me on the show. Thank you very much for including leads near me and high gear and, and take and, and, and allowing me to be here today. Really, really a great privilege. Thank you very much, my friend. Absolutely. My man. And we'll talk again very soon. 
And that's going to do it for us here today at Ratchet & Wrench Radio. Uh, I'd like to invite you to follow us on our social media channels on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as subscribe to our email newsletter, which goes out daily. Uh, And you can find that at ratchetandwrench.com. That's R-A-T-C-H-E-T-A-N-D-W-R-E-N-C-H.com. And may the rest of your day be the best of your day. And we'll see you next week.